0: Amen, His goodness; they that wait upon Him, Scriptures unfolds clearly. Amen. We want to get in our uh, lesson. Amen. Brother Herman uh, says thanks to everybody for praying for them and being so kind to them while they was here. Him and Sister Paula. Amen. They really enjoyed themselves and thank you for being faithful to the house of God and being supportive. Uh, if you would like one of his books, he did send two extra. Amen. They're $10 a piece. He did sign them. So if you want to buy one, I have two left here. Amen. Great story. Amen. And uh, and I won't go into detail. I'll let you read all the good stuff in there to so show you how good God is. Amen. Praise God. Well, we want to get right into the Word of God. Amen. Tonight, we're talking about Christian soldiers in their home, in their home. Amen. 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 Christian soldiers in their home. I will behave myself wisely in a perfect way. Oh, when without coming to me, I will walk in my house with a perfect heart. Amen. Look, that's next month. I'm sorry. If you got next month's lesson on your pew, amen. Before you leave tonight, if I didn't give you next month's lesson, Christian soldiers in prayer, Please uh, come and get one up here before you leave. Amen. Because that's what we'll be talking about next month is prayer. Amen. So I, I dropped some on people's seats that I know where they're sitting. So I didn't know where some people would sit. So I just held off on that. But we're talking about in our homes. Amen. We are the temple of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And what we find is that God desires us to portray Amen. The example of a true Christian. We are to, as Paul says, follow him as we follow Christ. Amen. And Jesus is our example, amen, of what we should be doing. Paul told Timothy in first Timothy four twelve, Amen, be thou an example of the believer in word, and conversation and godliness in purity and patience and holiness. Amen. He he he's Telling him that he's got to be an example. Amen. And last week we was talking about, amen, uh, what was last week? Amen. We was talking about being a, a model in behavior, walking in the heart, right? We was walking as the heart of the Christian conduct. Amen. And this is what is important. You know, Paul constantly throughout the Scripture, the Scripture tells us to walk in the Spirit and we will not Fulfill the lust of the flesh. Amen? Walk in the Spirit, and you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. In other words, walk according to the Word of God. Walk circumspectfully towards them that are out, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. We're in evil times now, so you've got to walk alert. You've got to be cautious and watch what you're doing. You know, the old saying, you know, as Paul says, all things don't edify you. And so you have to be real careful in what you're doing. He told the church, he says, be not drunk with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. Amen. That word excess means, uh, that's gonna cause you to do, uh, immoral things and have a bad conduct. Amen. Cause that's what liquor does. <laughs> that's what when you get drunk is, is, it, it causes your brain cells to go crazy. You don't know what you're doing. Amen. This is why most guys, when they wake up in the morning, they don't know what they did. They're behind bars. You know, think of how many lives has been destroyed because of alcohol, drunkness. Amen. There's guys that are serving time. You know, uh, when I counseled in prison, there were some guys I counseled with. You know, I had this one guy that I was counseling with in Sheen, He was like 75 years old. And he was had had been in prison for seven years when I met him, and you know, and we prayed together that God would release him, but he told me he had been arrested eight times before they sent him to prison, drunk driving you know you know so so alcohol will will Destroy your brain cells, Amen. I know, <laughs> Amen. And so we have to be aware of these things, Amen. Because God is not of God. That's why the Bible constantly in Proverbs twenty-three, Solomon says, "Who have sorrow? Who has woe? Who has contention? Who have blabbering, Who have wounds without cause?" And he goes on, "They that tarry long at the wine; they that drink mixed wine." He he he's trying to show us this. The Word of God is designed to try to help us to see how we should walk accordingly to the Word of God. Amen. And we want to to be filled with the Spirit. We want to get in the Word of God. We want uh, to get our roots down in this thing. Amen. As deep as we can so that our fruit will come up and be seen of all men. Amen. So tonight we want to go to number three on your paper there. Amen. Living a life of Christian conduct. Living a life of Christian conduct. Now, on Sunday morning, Brother Miller has been really, uh, doing really good talking about, you know, uh, our putting our lives back together again, discipleship course. Man, if I could encourage you in anything to, to be here for that, that lesson. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna talk to him and see if he will write a book because, I mean, it has been really good, uh, the year that he, what he's been teaching us and trying to, to bring this thing into fruition here because I believe that God is is wanting to take us to a higher level and things, and as Sister Linda said, we've turned a corner, and so, and I think God is getting us on that road now to where He says, okay, let's go forth, let's be what I'm calling you to be, let's accomplish what I'm calling you to accomplish, and we got to be that example of the believer. Amen. Deuteronomy chapter 4 tonight, in verse 9, Moses writing to the children of Israel, he says, "...only take thou heed to thyself." Amen. Notice, you've got to look at yourself. You know, who am I in Christ? Who am I? Who? You know, what is David saying? Uh, The Psalms are saying, "...I will behave myself in this temple." Amen. I have to learn how to control me." Amen so he says i will take heed to myself and keep thy soul diligently. Amen. Lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen. Amen. You know where God has brought you from. You know Paul told Timothy, I meant the church of Corinth, excuse me, he says examine yourself whether you be in the faith. Prove your own self. So we've got to get to this point as Christians that we learn how to examine ourselves, to walk cautiously, to make sure that we're not going down the wrong path. Amen? I can't be in your house every second of the day and say, don't do that. You know, that's not good Christian conduct. That's not good Christian actions. You have to mature in Christ. As Peter says, if you add to your faith virtue, Virtue, knowledge, knowledge, tempest, tempers patience, patience, godliness, godliness, brotherly kindness, brotherly kindness, charity. He says, if these things be in you and abound, they make that you will not be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He says, but if you like these things, you're still blind, and you can't see afar off, and you've gotten that you was purged from your old sins. Amen. So we have to examine ourselves. This is why you need to have a solid prayer life, a solid daily devotion time to where you, along with God, you are examining your life according to the word of God. Because you want to present, amen, a pattern, amen, that is there of what a Christian should be like in this evil day, in this evil time. Be not conformed to the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can't think like the world thinks. You've got to think like the Lord thinks. Amen. Get his word in you. So he says, take heed to yourself. Keep thy soul diligently, lest thou forget the things which thine eyes have seen, and lest thou depart from thy heart all the days of thy life, but teach them to thy sons and thy sons' sons. In other words, you have to be ready to give an account. You need to teach your children how to live right. Amen. And so this is key and essential in our lives living according to the Word of God. Now, notice Paul's writing to the church at Philippi and Philippians one twenty-seven. Philippians one twenty-seven. Only let your conversation, your behavior, be as it become the gospel of Christ. We know the gospel is what? The death, burial, and resurrection. Okay? We died, we repented of our sins, right? We was buried with Him with water baptism, and we rose to walk in what? Old life, right? Newness of life. Amen. We're on this new track. We're on this new road now, the highway that leads to a better place, a higher heights and a deeper depth. Amen. We're going on. So he says, let your conversation, your behavior be becomes the same as the gospel. The gospel is what changed you. So let your behavior show forth that you are a changed life. You're not the same old person. You shouldn't have anger in your heart. You know the Bible says, "Be angry and sin not." You shouldn't have anger. You shouldn't have bitterness towards people. You you should show forth the love of God because as your roots go down, Isaiah said, the fruit comes up. You should have that 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 loving kindness and tender mercies. Amen. You should be able to get on this track now and stay focused of where God is taking you to. So let your behavior. Do what is right. Learn to do what is right. What does James say? Therefore, to him to know to do good and don't do it, what is it? It's sin. So if you don't do good and you keep practicing sin, what is is happening? Peter is saying that if you, you forgot, you've been purged. Because you're not adding to your faith. You're not adding these things. You're not studying. You're not applying yourself the way you're supposed to be doing this. This thing, so that you can behave right and live right and do what is right. See, this is what God wants out of us. See, you've got to get the Word in you. You know, Psalms 119, verse 9 says, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way, but taking heed to the Word of God. Jesus says in John fifteen three, you're cleansed by the Word. Amen? So this is why you've got to study it. Be doers of the Word because it alters your behavior to get you on the right track and doing what is right. Don't think you're going to do wrong and go to heaven. It ain't happening. Okay? There's no purgatory. Where the tree falls is where it's going to lay. See? When you exit this stage, you ain't getting another chance. You're going to appear before the Lord. And you're going to get a reward, either heaven or hell. You know, there is no in-between. So God has given us every opportunity to get it right. Therefore, to him that know to do good and don't do it is sin. And the wages of sin is? but the gift of God? Amen. So that whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. That you are standing fast in one spirit and with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. In other words, unity of the body. You're being strong in the Lord. You're standing fast. Stand fast therefore in the liberty wherewith Christ has what? Locked you up. He's made you free. How did he make you free? The word. Amen. He unlocked the doors, of prison for me. I'm glory bound. My Jesus will see. Glory to God. He set me free. You know that song you sing, right? He opened the door now. He's put me on a better pathway. He's taken me to a better place. So I got to let my conversation be as it becomes the gospel. Amen. Look at 2 Corinthians 3 real quick. Verse 1 and 2. 2 Corinthians chapter 3. While you're going there. See, this is why the the, the Bible gives us warnings constantly. And this is what Moses was doing to the children of Deuteronomy. He was giving them warnings of of how they must live their lives. He says, do diligent. Don't forget what you've seen God do. You know, if God did something for you, don't forget it. That's what the song says. If he did it once, he'll do it again. Just take a look where you are now and where you've been. Has he not always come through for you? He's the same now as he was then. He, you may not know how. You may not go to win, but he'll do it again. His promises are yes and amen. I'm not going to leave you. Amen. He just hold on. You know, learn that patience thing. Amen. You know, but it, and there's another word for patience that we all know. It means consistency. Stay consistent. Amen. Don't get off the track. Amen. Do we begin again, commend ourselves, or need we as some other epistle, accommodation of you, or letters, of accommodation from you? Verse 2. You are our epistle, written in our heart, known and read of all men. What does that mean to you? That you are an epistle, known and read of all men. What does that mean? Somebody... What does that te- What does that mean to you? Anybody? Say again. You're a living, walking buck You should know God. Amen. Amen. Sister DeMuth, what were you gonna say? Amen. Amen. see, so we're this open book. Amen. And so people are reading your life. Isn't it amazing the devil don't have to come in and tell you what you need to do? People in the world, you hear me say this all the time? People in the world know what Christians are supposed to do, and they never set a foot in the church. You know? They know. So we need to realize this thing. This is why Jesus says in Matthew, let your light shine so that men will see your good work and glorify your Father which is in heaven. People are reading you. If you say you're a Christian, you better believe they're reading you. Let me see if he's going to really curse somebody out. Let me see if he's going to get angry. You know, they're reading your life. You're an epistle. See, your life has been written. What is people gonna say about you when you die? You ever think about that, huh? <laughs> good riddance. What what are you What are they gonna say when they, you know if you died right now and we had your casket up here and I gave uh, came up here and opened the mic and says, all right. Uh, anybody wanna say anything good about brother so and so? That's right. Your character is going to be what is revealed, and people have about 15 minutes. <laughs> so so think about that. <laughs> Funerals last about 15 minutes. That's what they tell us pastors. You know, they says, you know, don't drag it out. And try to get it done within like 15, 20 minutes. You know, hell yeah. Oh yeah. So, so that's why funerals don't usually last that long. <laughs> you know, they teach us that, you know, don't drag it out. <laughs> so, so you know, so but we we've, we've got to <laughs> we we've got to realize that people are reading our lives. Say, and so therefore we are Christ's representatives in the earth. If I murmur, if I complain, if I bicker. You know, people are picking up on that. Say, but I have to have a good heart, a good attitude towards all men, both in and out. How do I treat people in the church? It's a reflection of me and my character, how I'm walking with God. All these things comes about as I grow in the Word of God. Say, This is what what he's saying. Examine. Take heed to yourself. You know, look at yourself. Look in the mirror, you know, and see, am I being who I am supposed to be? How is the word speaking back to me? This is important to us. Amen. And this is what Paul is trying to get us to see in the church of Philippi. He says that whether I'm there or not, that I hear. That your life is according to the gospel, say, and this is—it shouldn't matter, you know, where you're here or not here. If I had to be a character witness for you, what would I say? You know, yeah, convict you. They all saying, if you was before on trial for being a Christian, would there be enough evidence to convict you? You know, you should. You know, living for God is 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 great. You know, this world needs examples today. They need men and women and boys and girls to be an example. Amen. And we are those epistles. So Moses warns was that Israel must live a life according to the word of God that he told them. Do this. You see, the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. Before the law came, there was no sin. But once the law came, it reveals sin. That's all the law does—was reveal sin. So, the, and the, and the law showed you how to get rid of it. The same way in the New Testament, you read, you find something you're you're not lining up with, repent. <laughs> That's all you got to do to get on the right track. See, this is what God desires of us. So as stated on the onset here, our God and principles for Christian behavior and conduct is the Word of God. Amen. Thy Word, David says in Psalms 119, verse 11, have I hidden in my heart. Why? So I could go to Kmart? Huh? So I can go to theme park? Thy Word, I've hid in my heart so I could... may not sin against thee. See? We don't want to sin against God. We don't want to sin against others. We don't want to do wrong. We want to learn how to do what is right. It's so much easier when you're doing right. There is no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. See, your fruit is to be growing. You should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water whose roots should be spread out by the river. His leaf shall be green. He should not worry about the drought, but he shall be producing fruit in its season. Jeremiah 17, verse 7 and 9. Through eight, seven, and eight, nine, it says the heart's deceitful, desperately wicked. But think about it, Jeremiah seventeen, seven, and eight. Amen. Verse nine says the heart is deceitful. But you should realize, amen, that we got our life. This is a new life now. Newness of life is how we're walking, and newness of life, not the old way. Notice 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Okay? 1 Corinthians 6, 9. Don't you know, or know you not, or English today would say, don't you know, that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not the sea, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor feminists, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Verse eleven. And such were some of all of us. <laughs> you fit somewhere in there. You. But what happened? You're washed. We're washed and renewed and regeneration. Amen. Baptism, the Word. Amen. But you're washed. But you're sanctified. But you are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. Verse 12. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. Why? Because I'm a new creature now. Yes, I'm 65, going on 66. Yes, I could drink as much as I want. The law says I can't. As a, this world's law, I can do anything I want. You know, I guess some things. The world would probably lock me up for some of it. But it, it's not expedient anymore. It doesn't edify me, it doesn't build me up. It doesn't present me as a child of God. See? So therefore, I have to examine myself. I have to prove my own self. I'm not a reprobate. I'm not useless to, to God anymore. I'm not useless to my family. I'm not useless to the church. Amen. See, you've got to realize who we are now. And we have to do what is right. Be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Amen. This world is evil, evil, evil. It's getting worse and worse. Evil seduces, Paul says in 2 Timothy 3. It's going to wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. But continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and being assured of whom thou hast learned them. And that from a child you have known the Holy Scriptures, which is able to make you wise and to salvation through faith, which is in Jesus Christ our Lord. All Scripture, Second Timothy three sixteen, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, And instructions and righteousness that the man of God shall be perfect, thoroughly furnished to all good works. It will bring you into completion. Amen. This is all God is want. It doesn't mean you're not going to make some mistakes. It doesn't mean that you're not going to sometimes say things that people might get offended of. That's not what it's saying. It's to make you complete in Him. See, this is what you want, is you want to be complete in Christ. Because if I am content and satisfied in Jesus, I will walk according to that contentment. If I love God with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength, that's where my energy and efforts are going to be. I'm always going to do the things that I love. So if I love God, then that's where my actions and desires are going to be. He wants me to be complete in Him. He wants me to understand that without Him, that I can do nothing. He wants me to have the best. As He told Joshua, you do this law. You don't let it depart from you. You're going to have good success. See? And that's what Peter is saying. If you keep doing the things that the Word of God tells you, you're going to walk right down the road to heaven. You know? You know, Brother Putnam was telling us the story yesterday at the dinner table about a man in the church in Sheboygan Falls, and what a what an awesome story! And he was he was and I hope I get this right. The guy was kind of like a homies and he was was. You told it already, huh? You tell it, cause I might mess it up. You need to mic. <laughs> I might miss some of it. I. But anyhow, I would try. If I mess it up, I'd get the right store and bring it back. How's that? But he was telling about the guy. He was kind of homeless, right? To start with, was that the way it went? They was out in the park having a church service, and this man met the church family, and he came to church. He got baptized, and he started coming to church, and he was, was 70-something years old, I think it was. Yeah, and he had a very bad fall. See, I told you you need to tell the story because I'm
1: gonna mess it up.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna let her tell the story. You know, I was just sort of taken.
1: It's my understanding that he was in, that he woke up and that he was in his home and that he had a, a heart aneurysm, and that he was the blood rushed all into his stomach. He had this warm sensation as the last thing that he knew. Anyway, whatever happened, he was bleeding into his stomach, his heart from his heart, and the paramedics were called in the. Meals on Wheels um, Deliverer found him laying on his floor and so they rushed him to the hospital, they said we're sorry there's nothing that we can do for you Um, nothing, you have either anywhere between two hours and two days to live and he responded with "With praise God my prayers have been answered, God has heard my prayers, I get to see Jesus today well then hospice said we're going to take you to a nursing home where they'll make you as comfortable as possible is there anything that you'd like to do on the way or before we take you there to get you signed in and he said yes I want to go home one more time I want to go home and they said well where would home be so he gave him the church address and he called his pastor and John David met him at the church and some people met him there along with brother Putnam senior and they met with him and they sang songs and they prayed with him and he said but don't you dare pray for my healing I don't want that answered he said I you just pray." And rejoice with me that I get to see Jesus today. So then he, um, they finished with that. They spent about I don't know 30 minutes or so worshiping the Lord with him, and just enjoying the time together as a church family. And then they asked the pastor, asked, was there anything else that he would like before he left and on before he died? And he said, yes. He said, if possible, I would like to see Sister Putnam, senior. One more time, because she's beautiful inside and out. And if I could just see her one more time and talk to her, that will be the answer to everything for me. And um, so she, they called her. She met him at the nursing home. And, and she had him then tell her story, his testimony, to the nurse that was there. And he did. And he didn't have family. He had one distant nephew or something that was far away. And he said, but I don't think that he'll come to see me. And Sister Putnam said, but don't be surprised to the nurse. Don't be surprised if his real family starts to come in and visit him before too long. And sure enough, about 10, 15 minutes after she left, church family started to come in. And periodically, they just kind of changed shift. And about two hours later, he passed away. But that was his response when he found out that he was dying and there was nothing they could do was praise God. He's heard my prayer. I get to see Jesus today.
0: So, what a testimony, huh? That's what it's all about. We're going to see Him. Amen. So, we're on this life. Amen. This is what the life is all about. This conduct being excited, to know someday we will see him. Praise God. Amen. So let your light shine. Praise God. Imagine what that did to that nurse, him telling their his testimony. Amen. Then they're saying, I don't want any heroics. I don't want anything. I'm going to see Jesus today. You know, and that's what it was all about. And Brother Putnam was saying that he told him, you know, we'll just make sure that you're there when I get there, amen, because I'm coming too. Praise God, amen. And that's the walk we've got to be on here, amen. Our character is, is key and essential, amen, in our conduct of life and living. You know, we're doing this to go see Jesus. That's the important thing. I'm not doing this for this world. I'm going to a better place. And so I have to adjust my thinking and my ideas and the way I live, amen, because sin cannot enter there. Praise God. Notice Proverbs 4.20, amen. Solomon said, My son... Attend to my words, incline thine ears unto my sand. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the mix of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all thine flesh. Keep thy heart with all diligence, for outer are the issues of life. Put away from thee a forward mouth and perverse lips. Put far from thee... Let thine eyes look right on and let thine hind legs look straight before thee. Ponder the paths of thy feet and let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right or to the left. Stay in this way. Amen. There is a way that seemeth right. But it's not the right way. You're in the right way now. Even though others may not want to be in this right way. You know where you were. You know what God has done for you. You know where he has brought you from. So stay in the right way. Keep your heart with all diligence. Amen. Keep your mind stayed upon him. As Isaiah said. Amen. He'll keep you in perfect peace. Whose mind is stayed upon him. As Peter, I mean, Paul told the church at Philippi in the 4th chapter. He says, Rejoice evermore. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known to all men that the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything with prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts in mind through Christ Jesus. Amen. Finally, brothers, whatsoever things are True, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are, whatsoever things are, whatsoever things are, whatsoever things are. (laughs) If there be any praise, think on these things. Amen. Think on those good things, those pure things, because this is where you're headed. Amen. Let your moderation be known to all men. Amen. Solomon has warned us not to do evil, is what he's saying. Solomon says, don't do evil. He teaches us how to do well. It is not enough for us to shun the occasions of sin, but we must study and model the duty to get away from sin. As Paul told Timothy, he says, flee youthful lust, which wareth against your soul. In other words, don't mess with it. Run from it. Amen. Don't sit there. Get up. Move. Change the seat. You know. Find something else to do. Get another different book. Yeah. You know, as they were saying, you know, don't let the bird, you know, build a nest. If you fly over, you know, don't let him build a nest. Come on. Amen. We need to study how to model the duty of Christian. You know, what does Solomon say in the 12th chapter, amen, of Ecclesiastes? He said, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God. (laughs) And do what? Keep his commandments because this is the whole. That's the last scripture he puts in Ecclesiastes 12, right? I think it's twelve fourteen somewhere in there. He says, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Hear God. You know, reverence God. Serve God. Love God. Be about God's business. Amen. Respect God. Fear God and keep His commandments. The commandments of the law are pure and lighten the eyes. It opens your eyes to the things of God. For this is the whole duty of man just to fear God and keep His word. That's the whole duty. That'll keep you away from sin. (laughs) Amen. Real easy. Pretty simple stuff yeah. amen to know that your savior is holy what does the scripture says if the roots is holy guess what the branch in the tree is holy you I am the vine you are the so if God is holy brothers and sisters we've got to be holy Holiness is nothing but separation from the world and separate unto God. That's all it is. It's not about what you wear and all that stuff. Okay? Holiness is separation from the world and separated unto God. In other words, you're committing your life to God. You're saying, I want to be like Jesus. That's what it's all about. And you will present yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed and renew your mind because that's the duty of man. Fear God. Serve Him. Amen. Look your best. Be your best. You're doing it to Him. You're pleasing Him. You want to dress that you're pleasing God. Amen. As a bridegroom cometh out of his chamber. You know? You think about that wedding feast. So you, you're going to have on that white robe of righteousness. Purity of life. Purity of heart. Purity of thoughts. Purity all over. So think on these things things that are pure, things that are honest, things that are. Why? Because you're trying to get pure. Because unrighteousness can't go there. Sin can't go there. Come on. You can do this thing. Amen. Is there anything too hard for God? Commitment and submission to God is going to get you there. That's all it takes. Amen. So Solomon says, study the model to learn how to do it. What did Paul tell Timothy in 2 Timothy 2, 15? Daddy, to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly divide the word of truth. Amen. But shun profane and vain babbling because they just take it in more See? The scriptures are there to make you wise, it is there to to bring you into that perfection of God. Amen. This world system is dangerous, and you need to be able to walk cautiously. The mind must be kept from excessive pride and vanity. Our understanding from error and wrongdoing and our will from perverseness, our conscience clear of guilt, our affections from being inordinate and set on evil objects, our thoughts from being employed on bad subjects, and our whole man from falling into the hands of the enemy or becoming the possession of Satan. Therefore, we must give great diligence to keep our hearts since it is naturally so deceitful and treacherous amen and i'm not going to get through but i'll let you read the rest of it amen but it's important amen so we've got to learn how to behave ourselves and i'm sure next month we will overlap some of these lessons as you see we go back to forth to the same scriptures over and over so but we've got to to model amen this thing of duty amen it's serving god And I will behave myself. So purpose in your heart that I'm going to behave. I'm going to do what is right. I'm going to love God. I'm going to love my church. I'm going to love my family. Amen. I'm going to love what he's asking me to do because I want to see him. I'm going to be on my best. I'm going to look my best. I'm going to walk my best. I'm going to serve with my best. I'm going to give my best. Everything. Amen. Amen. Because one day, we never know when we're going to see him. And I want to be ready. Amen. The trumpet's going to sound, and I'll be called away. I'm going to a city someday. Like Abraham says, I'm looking for that city whose builder and maker is God. Amen. Praise God. No more pain, no more suffering, no more tears. For the former things are passed away. Amen. Praise God. Glory. Don't forget Sunday church men Saturday morning men's prayer Guys, grow amen so let's remember that amen this this Saturday let's have a great time huh grass prayer um well I give them a little bit of grow too <laughs> amen praise God so Saturday morning eight o'clock amen you guys want to go eat some victuals out there maybe we can go eat a few victuals out there so. We'll find us a restaurant to hang out and eat some chow. Amen. I may call you and tell you we're going to a restaurant and then we'll just eat and then we'll have a little devotion. How's that? We'll We'll play around. <laughs> I'll let you know tomorrow. Amen. Father, I love you. I praise you, God. I exalt you and I thank you for your goodness and grace and blessings upon us, God. You are the great I am the way. Lord, there's none like you, God, and I pray, Lord, for everyone under the sound of my voice, every family, every loved one, God, I'm asking you, Lord, to strengthen them in you, Lord, in all things. Let your word be hidden in all of our hearts, God, that we will not sin against thee. Bless those that are not here tonight, God, move upon their hearts, continue to draw. God, I pray for our schools as they start tomorrow, Lord, and those, oh God, I pray, that has already started. I pray for your hand of protection upon every school God, I pray that you root out every bully, oh God. I pray that you root out every drug dealer, Lord God. Everything that tries to come against our children, And Lord God, I, I pray against it right now. I set a hedge of protection around every school and this city and around this nation, Lord God. I plead the blood of Jesus upon every child, Lord God, right now, Lord. And I pray, God, that you set angels with them, Lord God, each and every day. I pray, God, for those that have jobs and employment that has to work, Lord. I pray for your safety hand to be upon them as they travel to and from work, Lord God. I pray that you bless them and protect them. Give them the strength and encouragement, Lord. Give them godly workers and leaders, oh, God. I pray over them, Lord. I pray that you continue, Lord Jesus, to to mold and mill, Lord God, in every place, Lord. I pray that you draw those, oh, God, that are looking for the light, Lord, to us, that they would have an understanding, Lord God. I pray today that you continue, Lord, to root out every drug dealer, those that are being dependent upon drugs and alcohol, Lord. Set the captives free today, Lord. Bind the enemy and send him back to the pits of hell tonight, Jesus. We love you, we praise you, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't forget, if you don't have next month's lessons, they're here uh, on the corner. If you would like to buy one of Brother Herman's books,